God. <laughs> what? It's a new year, new me. <laughs> yeah, a whole new voice. A whole new persona. We have forgotten how to do a podcast. Yeah, even though we literally just did one. <laughs> because time is a construct. Time is irrelevant. And some things never change. It's true. Like time being a construct, that doesn't change. That's, that's a constant. That's still a constant, yeah. Yeah. It's all just kind of relative. What else is a constant? Um, the fact uh, that our podcasts are awkward. Uh-huh. Um, some people would say death and taxes. The only mm-hmm. sure things in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, True. Yeah. Yeah. I like that Joel's eating m- munching on some popcorn <laughs> over there. What's up, guys? Hey. How's, it go- how's that popcorn? Good. You want to eat right into the microphone so we get some good ASMR? I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying. Nice. Good. I like it. Wait, so how are we doing this episode? So we're not talking about a specific movie. Dude, do you remember 2019? Barely. (laughs) I try not to. It's a distant memory at this point. I feel like 2019 was like three years long. It, yeah, kind of, but then I also feel like it was like a month and a half. Yeah, it was. It both. went by really fast. It did. Um, and I feel like I was uh depressed and or sick for I would say like eighty percent of it, eighty five to ninety percent of it. Yeah, for sure, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, I was anxious. Most, yeah, a lot of it. Most of it. Yeah, I was stressed about money stuff constantly <laughs> stressed about health stuff constantly um if I'm honest, i passed I 28 know. kidney stones this year wow is that a record yeah a world i mean record? at least i don't know if it's a world record but for me that's a record yeah. that's the most i've ever passed at once what were you saying sorry oh i didn't say anything no you said something no 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 <laughs> no, no, no we were talking yeah, about no. kidney stones no, i was bringing s- up i passed like 22 Kidney stones. 22? 28. Yeah. I passed zero kidney stones. That's nice. um, But I definitely had my fair share of uh, pelvic pain. Yeah. If that's any consolation. It was was sympathy pain. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. We're all dying. Yeah, we're all I mean, we're all dying. Yeah. Really, truly. Only thing that's guaranteed is death (laughs) and taxes. Danny's got a Q-tip. Danny with a dirty (laughs) Q-tip. That's a constant right there. (laughs) (laughs) Danny... Just always carrying just grimy shit. Just she trash. loves just pull yeah, she was uh she knocked over our trash to get to some Q tips as well. She likes Q tips. She does like Q tips. I feel like in twenty eighteen we really made like uh <laughs> like a real severe go at trying to watch like as many of the horror that was offerings coming yeah. as possible. Yeah. yeah. And this year like <laughs> really did the opposite. <laughs> yeah, which is weird because like I feel like we said we were gonna try to do better to see more. Yeah, and I feel and like I did. was trying to do better of like actively like whenever Netflix would add something that was in horror thriller from 2019, I would watch it. Yeah. Um, but I still like, feel like saw, I didn't like, a even... decent amount of stuff in theaters. Yeah, like I still didn't even see that but many. Yeah, I feel like we saw. I saw like half the amount that I uh, of like horror from this year that uh, I saw in 2018. I don't remember how many I had. I don't know the exact number, but just like looking at the length of the list, yeah, uh, it w- looked like about half. Because I think yeah. the thing is, like, when it happens within the year, you really have to seek it out because, like. 
Only some yeah. of the stuff is going to go to the theaters. Yes. And then only some of the stuff is going to make it to like streaming things as popular as Netflix. Yeah. Yep. So it's just like either you got to be renting stuff. Yeah. Like illegally streaming like, stuff. There was a bunch like, of stuff that I brought up that was on like Hulu or Amazon Prime for us to watch. And then we just like didn't watch it. Mm. Yeah. That sounds um, like something that we did. But yeah. Like hole in the ground or whatever. Like I Yeah, I, I really remember. I did want to see that one. Yeah. For sure. Um but anyway, we saw a few of them, so let's talk about, you know, what we did see. We uh had some lists from last year, mm-hmm. and so uh we just kind of all went through and used those same categories to make some lists for this year. So mm-hmm. we'll uh post that on Facebook probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, if you guys saw some horror shit in 2019 and that you liked that we don't talk about, yeah, or even that we do and you just want to, you just want to vibe. Yeah, that's fine too. Uh, hey, Danny, hi, <laughs> Danny, come on, dude. She's like playing with a box now. I don't even know what's going on. You know, the Q-tip is under the box. I think. <coughs> it is. That's a fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how she got it there. <laughs> the lie detector test determined that that, that was, was the, truth. the truth. Okay, cool. Good. Um, yeah. I'm currently wearing a lie detector. Yeah. So that's good. So did, did you guys happen to look at your 2018, like the films that you said that you wanted to see from that year that you didn't get to see? No, but I should. Yeah. I mean, I could bring mine up because I have it. Uh, I, I don't have it. Available. So I'm going to go grab it. Of stuff that I wanted to see from... Yeah, it's like the category is just like wanted, wanted to, to see, see but, but didn't. didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see any of them. It was like Possession of Hannah Grace in a Ghostland um, climax. But like, yeah, I didn't end up watching any of those. Mine were Lords of Chaos, which I did see. You did see. Climax, yeah. uh, <laughs> The Mimic, and The Wrath, which I didn't see any of that. Oh, shit. You know, we started off with our our least favorites. Do you guys have a, a least favorite to pre- to present to the class? Yeah, Velvet Buzzsaw. That was mine too. Oh, that was almost mine. Yeah. Um, but at the last minute, I put that one for would have been a favorite, but oh, interesting. Because uh, what the fuck? What the fuck? Happened? I feel like it just like it didn't keep my attention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel like it's just it was incredibly forgettable. For I me. wanted to like it because it's like, like it because it's like my boy, Jake, yeah, Jakey G, it's Jakey G, baby. Um, it's and got it was Tony Dan Collette. Gilroy too. Yeah, who did like Nightcrawler, oh. mm-hmm. which and I like, love. For that Nightcrawler. reason, I was like hyped. Yeah. Yeah, I almost put it as like my butt one as well, just because like, oh, I it's kind of like I expected. Oh, Nice. I just expected more. I wanted more from it. Yeah, me too. And it kind of just seemed a little goofier than I thought it was going to be. And yeah. And a little less cohesive. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was kind a lot of, going on. There was a lot of characters and a lot of <laughs> things it was trying to do. But then I just kind of feel like, I don't know. And it just like... It was kind of all over the place for me. Yeah. No, I agree. That's why I was like, what the fuck even happened? Yeah. Um, the one that I actually put for my least favorite, though, was Glass. Oh, interesting. Um, I I had a fine time watching it, but I just... Uh, ultimately, I just feel like take it or leave it a yeah. little bit. So, like, kind of with all of these movies, like, I was, like, fine with all of them. Yeah. I feel like... Um, none of the ones that I saw this year were like an all-time favorite and none were so terrible. 
Mm, I agree on the latter half of that statement. You have like a new all-time favorite? Yeah, I've got a movie that I like I literally haven't stopped thinking about since we watched it. Oh, okay. Is that going to be your uh, overall pick? Yeah, it's my overall and... Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Well, damn. What's your guys' like would have been a favorite, but... I want to hear your guys' first. Well, I already said Yeah, mine. you already said yours, so yeah. I want to hear. Yours was uh, Velvet Buzzsaw. Yeah. Okay. So like, I, I, what, I wanted to like it. What was your least favorite one? Glass. Glass. Oh, yeah. It's still throwing me, it, like, that that's... In... On, that, that's on our list. Yeah. yeah. Or that, that even came out this year, really. I, I thought, no, no, I thought it's, that. It's, that it's, it's, it's the genre. It's... Mm. Well, more so. I mean, like we make exceptions for so many things. Oh no, totally. And it um definitely has like some gratuitous violence. It's got some. There's some deaths. Yeah. There's um, three major character deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I definitely would consider it. It's like a psychological. It's not, thriller. It's not horror, but it's like a psychological. It is thriller. Like yeah, thrill a thriller, which yeah. we've considered thrillers horrors totally yeah anyway what is your like what have been your favorite but uh wounds was one where like Mm. it's this movie where like basically this guy gets like this curse passed along to him okay it's Mm. like set in new orleans and like the guy has a bar and like things aren't going good in his like relationship and so that's kind of all happening while like this thing has sort of like attached itself to him mm-hmm. and it sort of seems like these like kids found like this like very old curse magic thing but like the whole background of it seemed like on the real periphery of the story and that seemed like maybe what was the most interesting of the entire movie mm-hmm. and like but then what ends up like taking most of the runtime is just sort of like these like little particular details of like this bartender running around and like you know because it's supernatural elements it's like things going bad for him but him not being able to explain to anyone quite what's going on and things getting worse with his like girlfriend and like Mm. so it was like a lot of that like I don't know back and forth and drudgery so to speak where it's just like it seemed like it had a cool concept the core of it and then it just never got around to it and never explored it further. And it was just sort it of like... It also kind of like ended at a spot that was like... It felt like the climax. Yeah. You know, like right as things were amping up. Hmm. It felt like it kind of like ended right there. Yeah. So um, rather than having like that and actually dealing with whatever that would have been. Yeah. Hmm. I know what you mean. Like I was kind of thinking about like wounds a little bit too. Where it was like, yeah, it was like interesting and like pretty unique in a lot of ways but just kind of was missing something yeah and yeah. i feel like it's it just because like yeah they had all this like stuff that he learned like online about like the mystery and then there's even like this like image of like this tunnel where mm-hmm. i don't know i like they found this curse maybe and it's like this very old thing it just like seemed almost interesting and then wasn't and it was just kind of like a bummer that uh, it just could have been. It could have been more. better. Right. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. Um, what's What's yours? Us. Oh. Wow. All yeah. right. Tell Shots me about fired. that. Damn. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, I feel like at like face value, mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. But the more I start to 
pick apart the plot. Mm-hmm. And the more questions I start to ask, the less answers I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I remember thinking that, like, directly, like, the f- following weeks after seeing it. Yeah. And I, I like, I, because I, I thought about it a lot af- right after and about how, like, there was just a lot that kind of started to fall apart for me. And it was a less, it felt like a less, like, solid plot than, like, Get Out. Yeah. Um, And it, yeah, it just felt like there was so much that, like, didn't line up. Right. The more I started to to pick apart. Interesting. The plot. Damn. Um. So, yeah. So, that's the one. Well, all right. Shots fired indeed. I liked it, but I like I I can't think about it too much, or else I start to not like it a little bit. All right, that's fair. Um, the next category that we had was wanted to see but didn't. Yeah, I I have like a whole list for this. Yeah, I uh, I I found my list from last year of like looking forward to, and I saw almost all of them. Oh, because last year on my list was Us, uh huh, Child's Play, uh huh, It Chapter Two, right, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh wow, and Escape Room. Oh shit! So Escape Room is the only one that I didn't actually see. Nice. Um, Which there's a sequel coming out, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just saw something about like that. Like a poster for it, yeah. Um, As far as, like, wanted to see but didn't, I have, like, a whole bunch. Um, The main ones, like, the two, I have, like, two big ones that I really wanted to see but haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's The Dead Don't Die. Mm-hmm. And um, Color Out of Space, which was something that, that fun. Joel um, showed me the... Trailer for do you know about that one? Mm-hmm. It's got like Nicolas Cage in it. It's um do you want to explain it? Kind of. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a it's a it's HP a Lovecraft. Lovecraft story. Okay. Like I watched a trailer briefly, so I don't like I'm gonna like botch this somewhere. Sure. But there's some sort of like alien landing sort mm-hmm. of situation, but rather than it being like this specific entity, like there's a color that this person sees and it's like new to everyone and it's mm-hmm. making people think and feel in new different ways oh. because like they've mm-hmm. never experienced this color before. Yeah. So, but then it's like, I don't, I'm guessing it like, get, I mean, it's gets like out Lovecraft, of control so it's and like, like I'm yeah. people sure go crazy and yeah, yeah there's like murder dope. and shit. Yeah, the trailer looked really intense. That sounds incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, so I really, I'm very interested. Yeah, I really want to see that. The Dead Don't Die, obviously, really wanted to see it's, um, Jim Jarmish. Yeah. You know, it's got yeah. Bill Murray in it, Adam Driver. Um, some of the other ones, though, that I had on my list were things like The Hole in the Ground, which we kind of like talked about, um, The Prodigy, um, Ready or Not, mm-hmm. which is like. Yeah, the. Yep. Um, Little Monsters, mm. which is the one that's like Lupita Nyongo. Nyongo. Yeah. Um, Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, Jacob's Ladder, but I also want to see the original one first. It was good. I watched Jacob's Ladder on a plane. Uh, the original or the, the original? Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn. It the was, new one's like coming to Netflix, actually. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, the last fun. time I was on a plane, I watched Jacob's, I watched Jacob's Ladder on a plane and the plane landed and I had like eight, like 
it was like 13 minutes left. Shut the fuck up. Of the movie. That's so rude. It's like, fuck. Yeah. So, did you watch it though? I did end up finishing it. Oh, okay. that Like I, that night, it was like, I got to dad and Tiff's house and was like, all right, it's really great to see you guys, but I've got to go finish a movie. So I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. I've only got like 13 minutes left. Like it'll be I'm like, sure you could have, dad really likes that movie. Yeah. So like you could have just probably watched it with them. Probably, but. <laughs> um, And then other than that, it was like Ma. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't see that. Didn't and see then um, Brightburn. I did. I really did want to see Brightburn. Yeah. So I had like, yeah. Dude. like, And I'm sure there were like some other ones too. That was just um, what I could kind of like gather up real quick. Um, do you have some that are other than that? Yeah, I do. Although that kind of like made me remember a lot of those were... We're on your list, would have too. Yeah. Would have been interested. I just forgot <laughs> to include. There's this movie with Elijah Wood called Come to Daddy that, like... Oh, yeah. Um, looked interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, 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 I saw, like, a poster image kind of thing. Yeah. I did want to see The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. There's this movie called Swallow that I wanted to see. Mm. Um, the The Lodge was uh, mm-hmm. one that looked mm-hmm. interesting as well. And I did want to see, like, Escape Room, despite, like, I realize it's going to be, like, a campy sort of, like... Yeah. Like, silly movie, but at the same time, I'm just like, oh, I want to see what what they do, what they do with, with that, that campy yeah. silliness. Because sometimes you know? even in spite of that, it's uh, it's still, like, well done. Like, I feel like that kind of about, like, Truth or Dare from, like, yeah. last year. Like, it was kind of, like, corny and campy, yeah. but, yeah. like... It was also like they did some interesting it's things. It's like a fun it. ride despite yeah. of it. They and like some it. of it went hard. Yeah. Like yeah, the dude. um like the girl like setting somebody on fire in the like convenience store. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. that shit went hard. It do- it did it went it did it. It did the damn it, thing. It did. Yes. <laughs> do you have that same um, actress? I just saw like a trailer for they're doing like a movie version of Fantasy Island. Oh shit. But it seems like they're kind of just doing their own story with it Mm -hmm. where basically it's like everyone I don't know everyone like you come to this like special island and everyone has like their fantasies like come true so to speak but it's like too real like there's like oh I want to get over on like this girl who was like who bullied me at school but then it like seems like oh the girl's actually there and you can actually torture her now oh god oh fuck and it's like all the fantasies are like twisted or whatever yeah that's interesting. Um, damn. Do you have any? You didn't, just some of some of those. I mean, we the, n- nothing new that we haven't already talked about for this. Yeah. Category. Um, the next category is favorite, not quite horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to go first? Um, I put in the shadow of the moon. Yeah, that was I. For most of the rest of the categories, I had like two things. Yeah. For each one, and that was one of mine. Yeah. Um it I, I really liked it. I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, yeah, it was like a really it was a really unique plot. Yeah, and it also felt like it like it has such a wide span cuz because yeah. the story itself spans so much time, but that also kind of just made it feel like there were each of these segments that like it just made it feel like more than just one movie. Yeah, for kind sure. Of. For sure. Um, um, yeah, and I just, I, it was, 
And I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad I waited to watch it with you guys because, like, it, it did, it does feel very much like a, like a kind of movie that you would enjoy. Yeah, me uh, yeah, specifically. Specifically, yeah. Oh shit! Because it's like it's like a crime drama puzzles. Yes. Supernatural. Yes. Well, so, and it's like all it checks all the boxes for it me. It checks all the boxes for it, which is why because I was going to watch it was I was between that one or assimilate. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier in the day and I saw like I was thinking about it and I was like Amy would probably really like this movie <laughs> yeah so I'll Good watch call. it I'll watch it with her yeah um yeah I did really like that yeah, movie yeah it was good it was really good um I have it in one of my other categories too so we'll talk about it more um in a second I also for not quite horror put I put that and Parasite yeah I put Parasite as well yeah <laughs> Um, I highly recommend Parasite. I know you didn't, um, see it yet. I did not. Um, but it's, it's a good time. I would say probably, like, one of the best movies of the year. Damn. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. For sure. What's um, it on? Uh, well, it's Nothing. in theaters right now. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, cool. we saw, that's what we saw on our anniversary. Oh, fun. And it's, um, what is it? Bong Joon-ho? Yeah. Um, who also did like Memories of a Murder, Okja, Snowpiercer. Okja. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to see Okja and Snowpiercer. Mother, yeah, those uh, are- the host, the Korean one. Oh, I'm like the Stephanie Meyer. Every one? time, yeah. No, the the Korean. <laughs> the, yeah, the fucking. <sighs> I'm mad about the movie, the host. I won't get into it. Let's let's not. <laughs> the book is so good. <laughs> um. Yeah, but yeah, like he's just like a director that I know like Joel's been like following quite a bit, but I've like seen a decent amount of those movies as well. They're always like, I feel like yet really grand stories. Like they, again, like talking about like in the shadow of the moon, like it just having like kind of like a wide span in one way or another, even if sometimes there's something like limiting about them, like Snowpiercer. Is confined to this space, but the it like it, dives into like class issues. A lot of his stuff is like class issue mm. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it sounds really like good. somewhat unintentionally, he says. <laughs> I've oh, seen really? like multiple interviews. That's now. funny because like Snowpiercer, Parasite, um, Okja, even like it's a like major theme of all of those movies deals yeah. with like class struggle. So that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, Parasite was really, really good. Yeah, Damn. it's like I don't even want to say anything without... Yeah, me neither. Yeah. I just want you to see it. I'll, I'll see it. Um, did you have anything else for Not Quite Horror? Or is no, that what that you said? that was my pick. Parasite? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Um, Fave mainstream? Um, I was between Us or Midsummer. I have Midsummer and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. I had us. Oh, fuck. All right. Damn. It's a little different on those fronts. I feel like that was kind of like a hard one for me because, like I said, like, um, I really didn't feel like there was that much this year that was, like, it, it was a lot of, like, in the middle. Yeah. For me. Um, There wasn't really, like, that much that stood out on either end of like incredible or or terrible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, there, yeah. Like it was yeah. a lot of just like, yeah, it was, a, it was, a, it was a movie. Even thinking of the least favorite ones, like talking about like Velvet Buzzsaw or like for me, Glass was one of my, it was just kind of like, uh, just because like, it just 
like wasn't amazing. Yeah. To yeah. me. Yeah. No, I agree. Last but it year we like saw a lot terrible. more of like really super like indie really, films. Yeah. Like, and so there to the point it was of easier where, to pick something <laughs> that very was just shitty. like, no, this is horror actively. Do you remember what your least favorite last year was? I don't. Oh, man. I'm going I'm to look at mine. Yeah. See if I can. But just like, it is funny just because, yeah, like, the, then it was like, I feel like choosing something that was actively bad versus something. <laughs> my, my least favorites from last year were Winchester and The Devil and Father of More. Yeah. Mm. Damn. Let's see what my least favorite ones were. Oh, I didn't list anything. Oh, shit. Good job, me. Oh, wow. Well done. Good job, Erica. Um. So next we've got favorite franchise continuation. Yes. Uh, Joel, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, my favorite one was Annabelle Comes Home. <laughs> Because I kind of felt like a mini conjuring yeah. uh, continuation. <laughs> and I also just liked that it was like these multiple things and like. Yeah. Um, And also, I just like don't really care about franchises. In yeah. general. So like it's a hard category to pick. So yeah. like with, there was only so many things. I'm like, it definitely wasn't child's play for me. Oh, oh shit. Or like. Oh, is your child's play? <laughs> Ooh, one but of only them because was, yeah. but you like Chucky I do, and all I do those like, movies so I, like, yeah, both, I already didn't like those both, both of mine are pretty obvious choices for me I think is it Child's Play and Annabelle Comes Home? No it? Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it is it mine was It and Annabelle Comes Home hey <laughs> yeah I feel like yeah It was pretty heavy pretty well done I, th- I think that they're handling the remake of It very well yeah. Um, and they're creating a whole new kind of story rather than just like relying on like the nostalgia factor or just like cheap kills. But there is still like a heavy amount of nostalgia. Yeah, but they're not relying on it. Yeah, totally. Which is nice. Um, um, which I feel like a lot of like when you remake movies like like the Friday the 13th or like the... Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking Halloween, Halloweens, or uh, Freddy yeah. movies. Yeah. Like, I feel like the reboots are like they're pr- relying pretty heavily on like bitches love these movies. Yeah, so they're gonna come and see these movies regardless of if it's good or not. Yeah. Um. Whereas, like, I feel like they're actually trying to make a good movie. Yeah. With and it. also like trying to make you fall in love with like these characters as portrayed in these movies, not yeah. like. Because because you remember like, whatever Tim Curry's portrayal of Pennywise or something, you know, yeah, like something that they could have leaned on more. It's like I feel like yeah, they're trying to make it their own. Yeah, yeah. which I respect. That I just want to say about like Annabelle comes home. I feel like it also had to me what was some of like the most memorable like scary stuff from stuff this year like the thing with the TV screen uh, yeah I really yeah. liked that idea I, I haven't stopped thinking about that I yeah. feel like that was really interesting yeah, yeah and like, for sure I feel yeah. like that could almost be like a standalone concept yeah not as just depicted in there where it's just like you do that forever no, but, but like that, as like a starting point yeah exactly to like expand out to a horror idea yeah, yeah. I agree yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Um, and then you also had Child's Play. I did. I I like the Chucky movies. Yeah. Um, I love Mark Hamill. Uh-huh. I love Aubrey Plaza. Yep. And um, they did something pretty different with this they one. They did. It felt like some of like my favorite content, which is Saw and Black Mirror. Yeah. 
and it it combined those universe. I almost said combined. Combined both of them. <laughs> it, yep. it combined those like ideas and those universes and that like feeling mm-hmm. into one. Right. Which made it even more stressful. Also, the experience seeing that movie was very stressful. Which I think added to like the the feel. That's right. That was the time that there was like the crying child in the theater. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there was. Uh-huh. The um, whole fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Um that would never happen at the Alamo Draft House. Never. Just never. Never. Um, that's some Cinemark shit right there. That is that's some Cinemark, Cinemark discount. Cinemark, I'm calling you out. Cinemark discount day shit. Yeah, that's true. Cinemark. Tell your managers they got to get babies out of those R-rated screenings at night. Although, like, the, they do have a policy that, like, nobody under the age of, I think, 10 uh-huh. is allowed in the theater after, like, 7.30. Okay, well, so, how'd that even happen? I, I think that they saw a movie earlier. And they just stayed. And they just stayed. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Anyway. um, After that, we got favorite indie horror. Yeah. Um, what'd you guys say? I yeah. What'd you say, Amy? I said "Rim of the World" and "In the Shadow of the Moon." Oh, I don't. Fun. I don't really know how indie any of those are because they both are like on Netflix. Yeah, because mine is also a Netflix film. Mine is Eli. Okay. Um, which I don't know if you guys know anything about that movie or Mm-mm. want to know anything about that movie. Like, if you intend on seeing it, should should we? I liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. Um. <laughs> To give like a general yeah. plot, it's a boy who is allergic to the air. Uh-huh. Um, his parents find a facility mm-hmm. that is researching his specific mm-hmm. ailments. Uh-huh. Um, That's some bubble boy shit. It is some bubble boy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes to this facility um, and there's... Some weird ghost action stuff Ooh, happening. Okay. Um, that it the story really evolves. Okay. Is um, it on a it's, streaming? It, thing? It's not. It's a Netflix movie. Okay. Um, did you see Bubble Boy? Mm-hmm. With Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you see the Boy in the Plastic Bubble with um? It's John Travolta, isn't it? That one I haven't seen. Okay. Interesting. But I have seen Bubble Boy. All right. Well, um, Bubble Boy is like the fucking bonkers ass yeah. remake. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be the same story, but Bubble Boy is just like if it were in like a fucking like Tim Burton <laughs> kind of wacky. Yeah. Uh, it's like a road reality. trip movie. It's like a road trip movie? Yeah. Oh, just like how like colorful and like- stylized and like goofy. No, just the mm-hmm. way it's structured. It's like he's trying to get to a, a place, so mm-hmm. he goes like on a journey. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. So I guess it would be kind of different because that's not what The Boy in the Plastic Bubble is about. Because mm. that's more of like a love story. Mm. Like a drama. But it definitely has a love story component to it. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite indie movie, Joel? <laughs> I didn't know what to put for this because I didn't really see many <laughs> indie movies yeah. that were horror. It was mostly like studio made. So I just said Mercy Black because it was like one of the only indie things I saw. Yeah, we did see that. Um, I didn't see that one. Was that, was that was one okay. that I just like threw on? Like I, it was something that I was going to watch and you <laughs> were just so. like, you just like came into the living room and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch this movie. And you're like, okay. I think so. So we watched it. 
Um, yeah, it was fine. Mm-hmm. So it was. I don't really feel like confident in saying it was like a favorite indie. Sure. No, that like, makes sense. Last year, I had like actual stuff that I was like excited to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Um, favorite slept on film. Mm. I said the exact same things I said for indie ones, just because I hadn't heard anybody talk about Room of the World or In the Shadow of the Moon. Mm. Yeah. Um, What's yours? I want to know what yours is. I didn't put one because I <clears throat> did not watch a movie that I thought was slept mm. on. I Uh-oh. put In the Tall Grass. <gasps> I didn't. Okay. I. Because I'm thinking have, about that. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. I've heard a lot of people talk about oh, okay. it. Okay. In in my the people that I'm interacting yeah. with who are pretty heavily into horror movies. Yeah. I'm the one that was just like, y'all, have you seen In the Tall Grass? And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, fuck, let me tell you. Well, here's the thing. I, I have heard a handful of people talk about it and I don't feel like the people that I'm talking to about movies are that into horror. Mm. So that's why I felt like it couldn't have been slept on because like it seemed, it seemed like people were talking about it, but it, I get that it's just like, it's who you're talking to. Yeah. Um, so that's so that, fair. Yeah. But I was thinking about that as well. Yeah. Kind of as as one. Because I liked that as well. It was really good. And I do still want to read the novella. Yeah. That's based on. Um, favorite foreign film? I got bad news for you. <laughs> I, just wrote, I didn't see one. I wrote whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> because like. I, yeah, I feel, I feel really bad about this. But like I pretty sure I didn't see any foreign films from 2019. I mean, besides, I saw Parasite. Yeah, like if we're going to call that thriller a yeah, horror, then, then yeah. But that, that was my night, not quite horror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I felt like that didn't count. But um, Yeah, and I feel like I, I saw horror foreign films, but none of them were from 2019. Right. So like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So... Uh, we got to do better. We got to be year. better about that. Because about I, actively seeking out. I was trying to do some research on like foreign horror stuff that came out this year, and it does seem like um, I like read one thing where somebody was talking about how like oh this was like a little bit of a renaissance for French horror, and I was oh. like I had no idea. Good for the French. <laughs> I had no clue about that. Oh, we so. should look into some French horror shit. Yeah, yeah, there's one from last year that I wanted to watch that I never got to watch. What one? Um, the most assassinated woman in the world. Oh. It's a French horror film. Interesting. Yeah. Um I still haven't seen so it. So we gotta be better in 2020 about um seeing more foreign horror. More, more foreign new horror. Yeah. Because, like, again, like, I feel like I was watching yeah. foreign horror films, but none of them were from t- 2019. For sure. So. And, like, just foreign films in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, we got scariest or most bothersome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have one for most bothersome and one for scariest. Oh. Like, separately. Separately. That's fun. Which So, for most bothersome, I wrote In the Tall Grass. Yes. Because that, I think, is the one that I have, like, been most just kind of like reeling over and bothered by mm-hmm. essentially for scariest. I put it chapter two. Cause I thought that that had some of the scariest imagery to me. Yeah. Um, like, especially like the, like the, the like large old woman. lady. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And like the, like Paul Bunyan type thing. And then when like Pennywise gets like big and spidery. Yeah. Which I watched like the making of, which is really fun. Cause they did like mocap stuff with Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Which is, it's just, it's always fun to see, like, mocap. Yeah. 
happen. It's I yeah. love fucking behind the scenes shit, man. Oh, for sure. And I'm glad that I have people around me that are cool with that now. Because I feel like in high school, I was constantly just like, oh, so I was watching this movie with the commentary and they were talking about this. And they're like, you fucking, who, what? Yeah. Like, I feel like once it's something that yeah. I've seen a handful of times, then it's like, you want to watch it in a different way. Yeah. And if it's got commentary. Yeah. Then you find out some fun facts. Some fun facts. Um, what affected you the most, Joel? Yeah. What did you have for this category? Uh, I don't know. Because like... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I had some, like, It Chapter 2 feelings mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. There's, like, some imagery from, like, scary sources in the dark, but, like... Yeah, there was some really was, gross shit. There was some pretty gross shit in that movie. I th- I was thinking about that one a little bit. Like, with the, like, the pimple thing. That turns into a bunch of spidey. Like, that was disgusting. Yep. Although that wasn't as disgusting as I was anticipating it to be because I think we talked about this because of the short film By a Hair, which was, like, um, something that I had seen a long time ago. Um, It was made by uh, some filmmaker friends, Mm -hmm. Mike Barton and Bethany Barton and some other people. Shout out to them. They're cool people. Um, But, like, in that movie, like, somebody has a hair that they pull out and it just kind of it kind of keeps going and i mm-hmm. i think about i think about that short at it, at in opportune times good like at bad times good 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 um and so i was kind of expecting that kind of feeling from the, yeah. that and it it didn't really follow it wasn't through with quite that, that yeah. but like there definitely was some grotesque shit yeah. or like oh like the fucking um scarecrow Dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's pretty fucked. Yeah, it's not great. So I feel like that's a fair choice. Yeah, for sure. But everything's just kind of like... Yeah, like this year in general, I feel like I, there just wasn't it that's that what much. I, that's that kind of what I'm saying. was like doing that much. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm saying about like feeling like everything was like in the middle. Like nothing was so extremely bothersome. We're like last year, my ones for last year were like Apostle and Stillborn. Yeah. Which were like way more hard to watch than any of these movies. Right, right. Yeah. Um, what did you have? Um The Perfection. Yeah, okay. I forgot about the perfection because it's listed as a 2018 movie because you were saying it came out like, in festivals in 2018, but it came out like the official release date is I think like March 19th, 2019. Yeah. No, you know what? I agree. With um, that. Because there's, like, the bugs and the vomit aspect. There's the arm. There's the arm thing. There's the uh, pedophile element. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no. There th- was a lot that... I forgot that that applied to this year, and I think if I would have been thinking about that, I probably would have put that. Yeah. Um, that being said, though, I also have that listed as my overall favorite. Really? Yes. Because... The way, like, the format of that movie was so fucking interesting Mm. because it was, like, it was, you know, A to B to A subsection 1 to C back to, like, it bounces back and forth through, like, the timeline. Yeah. And, like, you experience, like, the bus thing from the perspective of... Um, not the the main girl, but the the other girl, and then it yeah. rewinds, and you experience the, the you experience the entire plot again from a different person's perspective, mm-hmm. which is like 
That makes me think you should see this movie, The Handmaiden. Mm. Okay. Because, like, it has some, like, storytelling device stuff that is compelling. Yeah. And, like... Yeah, I think... And you get, like, multiple perspectives of things. I think I like multiple perspectives, and I also think I like... I I think I really, really enjoy nonlinear plots. Mm -hmm. Which I think is why I enjoy the last five years so much. Yeah. Because that plot, like, one character starts at the beginning of the relationship and works their way to the end. The other one starts at the end and works their way to the beginning. Yeah. And it's like, it's not, I I, I think, I think that's. uh, I think that's (laughs) one of the things I really like about Blue Valentine, too. Yeah. Because it's constantly bouncing back and forth. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's something that I'm realizing about myself in this moment is that I do think I I enjoy nonlinear plots. Yeah. Which. I I do as well. Yeah. When it's like. Well done. Yes, when it's like, <coughs> or like another example is like Memento. I feel like is the one people always bring up for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, yeah. Oh, but like another good example of this kind of stuff is like identity is mm-hmm. like bouncing between perspectives and time. Yeah, I do like I do like when per- bouncing through perspectives is well done. Yeah, because like it's because uh, I feel like some of my favorite books, like the Unwind series, every chapter is a different person's perspective, and you're bouncing through mm-hmm. a bunch of different stories all at once. Mm-hmm. And when the characters are well written, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy experiencing things from multiple different angles. Right. Yeah. Um, Have you I seen agree. The Prestige? Mm-mm. I feel like you might like that. The Prestige and The Handmaid. Handmaiden? Mm-hmm. Handmaiden. Not The Handmaid's Tale. Not The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Correct. I mean, as much as The Handmaid's Tale is a very well done work of art. Yeah. It's, uh, I think the subject matter is just not for me, it's, though. It's incredibly triggering. Yeah. I think, I think, I yeah, I do recognize that, like, it is... It's yeah, it's kind of like a work of art. It's and incredible. It's very but well. It's it's, ha- made. it's a hard watch. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think I think I've I haven't just been able to like. To I think we didn't watch like anything past season, season one, yeah. right? Just because like, I'm never in the mood. You're, I, yeah, I never. Yeah, I don't ever want to feel like that. So, so what was your favorite? What was your my favorite? overall favorite was in the shadow of the moon. That makes sense. Which nice. uh, yeah, I thinking it. about you Hell totally yeah. did call it. It's got. All the things. It's, got it's all like the things it's for like you. gritty crime drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's like puzzles. They, I mean, it's following a detective. It's following a detective with a daughter that was born in 1988 named Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's like there's uh yeah there's crime there's puzzles there's time travel there's uh. There's all kinds of yeah. wild shit. Yeah. Um, there's uh, huge jumps in time. Yeah, it's like what, every like eight, nine e- years? Nine years? Yeah, nine years. You're right. Um, um, so yeah, we jump from like 88 to what's nine? 97 to 2006. Yeah. Yeah, to uh, 2015 yeah. to 2024. Yeah. So we start uh, in the past and we end up in the future. Yeah. Which is fun. It's got like a really like, yeah, wide span, like wide scope for the story. Um, I just, I feel like the characters are pretty well developed. Yeah. I always appreciate in a movie when they're, when, like any sort of media, like movies or books specifically though, um, when it's either like a huge span of time that yeah. they cover or... Stuff that happens in the, over the course of like, like an hour. Yeah, because yeah. like the the entire Maze Runner book franchise, yeah, takes place over the course of I'm pretty sure like, I want to say like a month and a half. Yeah, maybe. 
Yeah. I think it's maybe less than that. Hey, Danny. I had forgotten the thing about him having a daughter named Amy who was born in 1988. Yeah. And like, I remember like while we were watching it, me just being like, this literally is made for me. Yeah. This is yeah. A, this is about <laughs> me. Oh, and her dad's a cop. And her dad's a cop. Yeah. Which is, that's lit- that's me. Yeah. Um, and it's puzzles and it's a crime drama and there's yeah. time travel. And I just like, I was thinking about it a lot after we watched it. I just really... I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I haven't stopped thinking about The Perfection. Yeah. I re- I really genuinely haven't <laughs> stopped thinking about it. Yeah. And we watched <clears throat> it before I left for California, uh-huh. which was in Did May? we watch it all together? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I re- no, I remember being very viscerally affected by it. Yeah, but I was... And it was like... it was the, It was that movie that we like paused it because we had to go to the bathroom and w- I think we all thought that we were at like the climax of the movie and, and we were like a third of the way through. Yep. And we're <laughs> so like it just it I really I really I had a lot of responses to that movie. Yeah. Um not all of them great. Yes. Cuz it's uh, it's incredibly it's, visceral and it it's yes, it's there's fucked some up. very tough subject matter in there. But I feel like the acting is interest. Like the acting was really good. the The timeline was incredibly interesting. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's the gay. jumps. Yeah, that's always fun. I like that in this day and age. Um, what was yours, Joel? Um, uh, mine was Midsummer. Hey, uh, yeah. yeah. I just I like. I liked Midsummer a lot. Yeah, I don't know. Too. I like things that feel kind of new and like it, it was very interesting and kind of not something anyone was like rushing to do. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. story, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it just was like incre- incredibly like assured in itself in terms of like the story that it was telling and it mm-hmm. like clearly had like a very yeah. intentional, intricate like plot that was like, okay, like... Mm-hmm. A lot of like work was done just in like building like the signs of just like what was going to happen in the world and like everything kind of like links together yeah. and like makes sense. Yeah. Um, and there was like interesting imagery and shocking moments, and I just thought it was, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked that it. It's, it it's didn't rely on it being it's 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 one of the few horror movies in this day and age that I feel like it doesn't rely on the scenery being dark for it to be scary. Yeah. Oh yeah, cuz most of so it happens during the day. Yeah. Um and it is bright and colorful and it's still fucking terrifying. And that almost yeah. just kind of becomes a thing unto itself, kind of like a little like uh almost like Stepford Wivesy in the sense of just like it's this bright setting that you're in mm-hmm. and you're more creeped out that like everyone's so calm and mm-hmm. happy and you're well, like well this like, can't be right <laughs> like, because it's like bright all day there's like <laughs> delirium that sets in that you're not yeah. even realizing because yeah you feel like you should be awake it's bright and sunny but like you're probably just not sleeping enough yeah <laughs> yeah but- um yeah, but then one the one thing that like brightness sort of like brings out that like is not helpful is that like you just feel like you can see everything Nothing perfectly is really for hidden like at all. Yeah, qu- right. Quite a few miles. So it's just like if you are in danger suddenly, like there's nowhere to go where they can't kind of see you. Yeah. Um. And I yeah I did I did really like 
Midsummer. I love Ari Aster. And I'm really yeah, me too. curious what like the director's cut is like. Cause like supposedly yeah. it's like a ton more footage. Like Ooh. Um That'd be interesting. Like That's significantly maybe one more. To buy. Yeah. Yeah. Like might look into that at yeah. some point. Um, did, oh, damn. did any of you like make a list? Did you say Danny of you? Did, did Danny of you? Yes. Um, did any of you make a list of like 2020 movies you're no, anticipating? I did not. I didn't. No. I didn't either. So I'll just like read off a few that are coming out that okay. I think maybe will be a good time. Yeah. Uh, supposedly we'll get The Conjuring 3. I have heard that. Um, um so. I keep getting backstage, uh... Uh, ads too that are just like like a, a conjuring movie is being filmed at some point. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like there's a conjuring that's a very <laughs> on the way. Yep. For sure. Um so supposedly that one's coming out. Um there's gonna be a new Halloween movie, Halloween Kills. Are you <sighs> I mean it it seemed like it did really well, so Yeah. Yeah, but that's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> yeah it what is. is this? Oh. Uh I'm actually really excited for the turning. We saw a trailer for it. Mm, oh, that's the one with the Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. 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 It looks. Dude, he's so good at being a little creep. He is a little fucking creep. He's a fucking creep. <laughs> and I love that about him. Yeah. You little dweeb. Um, you fucking twerp. There's a new Candyman movie coming out. I did know that. Yeah. There's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out. Oh my God. Have you seen the trailer for yeah. it? Yeah. It, I'm excited. I'm excited too. I like. I want to be a curmudgeon about it because uh, the last one like did so poorly, and I want to just be like, mm, it's because it's women and nobody supports women. But also, it wasn't great. I didn't see it. I I wasn't excited about seeing it, so it was, I didn't it see was it. Goofy in a way that was like over the top. Mm. Um, but this one looks... This one looks like it's actually... It, doesn't that also have Finn Wolfhard in it? I think so. He's just doing everything. <laughs> He's really blasting off. Good for him. I feel like some of that is just, like, as dumb as, like, oh, he's in that 80s show, so, like, let's cast him in the It thing, because it's, like, it's 80s, 80s, and then, like, Ghostbusters, oh, it's a throwback thing, so cast yeah. the 80s kid in it. And it's, like, yeah. it feels like a little, like... Like baseline, like studio exec kind of decision making, yeah, which is a little annoying. Which is it is a little annoying, but also, but I mean, it that seems boy like the can act prod- his face off. Sure, yeah. So like it, he does a really good job with those characters. Yeah, it's not really anything to do with it's, him. It's definitely not him, but it is. It does feel like a kind of a low hanging fruit on like a casting, stupid. yeah, yeah. <laughs> aspect. Yeah, no, I I see that. Or like just cast him in stuff. Yeah, because he's good, not because like yeah, because he's it, it wasn't. He there's was some in, like, perception. He was in. What was the movie that he was in this year? It. No. He was in like a an indier movie. Mm. I don't know. Um, um, it actually might have been Brightburn. Um, one thing, another thing that we saw a trailer for recently, Underwater looks um, yeah! heavy. Yeah. Um, with Kristen Stewart and T.J. Miller. Yeah, that's the movie that she shaved her head for. Yeah. It looks good on her. Um, it does look good on her. I feel like she's got she's got a face that she's got works a face that can that. pull off short hair. Yeah, for sure, totally. Um, oh, the Goldfinch was the movie that he was in. Oh, I have heard from a lot of people to like read that book like years ago. Yeah, huh. I remember like multiple people telling me that. Damn. 
Yeah, I meant to see that movie. Me too. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. That's just like a few things that are coming out in 2020. Damn. Um, yeah. You want to you wanna make some uh, announcements? Should we have made announcements at the top of this episode? Mm. Or whatever, at the bottom. Here we are. If you're still here. I mean, we could add it to the top if you want to. If we want to just like wrap up the end. Nah. Nah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we're making some changes. We're doing some cleaning. Uh, we are cleaning just to our <laughs> scheduling. <laughs> oh yeah. We're kind of like changing the format of this thing. So, you know, if you've been with us since I'm uh, going through changes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I spent most of your sentence trying to figure out what the melody of that fucking. <laughs> I see. <laughs> um, so, so once I had it, I had some to Big Mouth action, which is a great show, by the way. If you're not watching Big Mouth, you should highly recommend. It's, it's a funny. good time. <laughs> it's funny. It's educational. Yeah. It's all the things. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, yes, we're reformatting. So um, instead of doing multiple movies per episode, we're just going to be talking about one movie, movie, movie per episode. Um, but we'll be releasing them uh, once a week, every Friday. Um, you know, obviously there's room for some variation in there, but that's that's pretty much what we're going to be trying to do because. Yeah. Talking about a whole bunch of movies at one time is a lot. It's exhausting sometimes. and nobody really wants to listen to like a four and a half hour podcast anyway. Usually. I mean, there's probably like two of you out there that do want that. It, there's probably two people in the world, yes, but they don't listen to our podcast. No, I think the two that listen to our podcast, Asia and Jen. Oh, that's true. They want long form content, right? That's true. Asia, Jen, right? Tell, well. But, well, Sorry. Sorry. Um, but we'll be it's it'll be more often. Yes, more frequent. Um, but shorter. But shorter. Um, yeah, and then also we are taking a little hiatus. Yeah, we're gonna be doing some traveling. Yeah. Uh at this point, I will have already traveled. Uh, by the time this comes out, you'll be in California. I will be in California. Um, but at the time of recording this. None of our parents know that I'm going to be coming to California. Yeah, so that's fun. Yeah, I'm um, I'm flying out to California on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And just going to show up at their doorstep. That'll be fun. So that'll and then be fun. Joel and I are going to Portland for like a week. Yeah. Hang out with his sister. So we're going to be, yeah, we're going to be doing some traveling. It'll be hard to, we won't be in the same places, so. Yeah, but we'll probably be back at like uh, end of January, beginning of February times. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have any more things you want to talk about? No. What are we What are we making this year? Uh, you mean like food wise? Yeah. Oh, didn't we agree on like a future food free freeze yeah. dried? Well, you just potatoes? you just said freeze dried, and then you never <laughs> said dot, dot, dot. food. Uh huh. <laughs> well, because it, it could be different food every time. Oh, because we have a whole bunch of packets of freeze dried things. Rations. What if this year we just have ice cream all year? Yeah, twenty twenty, the year oh, of ice cream. I was gonna say, so twenty nineteen was the year of the art. What's oh, the year of the taco. The year of the taco. <laughs> and the year of the art. What's 2020 the year of? Did, did 2019 end up being the year of the art? It ended up being more of the year of the art than 2018 did. Okay. Because I, you know, painted more. I started drawing. I made a short film. I was in a short film, rather. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I did a few things That's that true. I you didn't did. do in the year prior. I feel like I did not do as much stuff. Ooh. But maybe I did. I don't know. I'm putting some painting stuff out into the world more so. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, what will it be? 2020, the year of the more art. It's the Roaring Twenties. Roaring Twenties. Roaring again, but we're roaring for a different reason now. Yeah? Which what reason this time? Women's rights? We angry. For women's rights? I mean, yes, but also... Because <laughs> that's what we were roaring about in the 1920s, But too. also for a number of other people's rights, oh, such as non-binary sure. and... 100%. All of the LGBT rights... Yes. Oh, totally. are lacking. Migrant rights. Yeah. That's a big in. Yeah. That's Dude, a big stop one. stop being shitty to people. Just cut it out. Let's... Guys, we're all <laughs> having a hard time out here. Just... And let's just be chill, good to each other. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. The world's a crazy place. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what twenty twenty will be yet. Maybe we got to get into it a little bit to figure it out. Yeah, that makes sense. But either way, let's go make some rations, right? Yeah, let's go make some rations. Uh, goodbye. See you later. Blood Sisters is produced by Amy Holston, Erica Holston, and Jolene Hosa. You can hear all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what we're doing, leave us a review. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and on Twitter at Drunk and Scared. Or you can email us at bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com. 